My name is Sydney Balzer, and welcome to Six Feet Under, a true mystery and horror crime podcast. Today, we'll be reading about creepy collection scary stories, and this is Home Alone by an unnamed user, Reddit. I live alone. For the first time in 23 years, I was on my own and alone. It was my first day in my new apartment on the bottom floor in an old two-story home. I landed a job right after college in the city and was forced to move out of my parents' house in the country. So far, I was distant from the city to commute. Finding an apartment should have been harder, but I found this place online soon after I started looking, and it was perfect. The landlord was an older gentleman who lived in a loan upstairs, renting out the bottom floor to pay for his mortgage. I met him on a move I met him on a move-in day. He was the nicest old man I've ever talked to. I was very happy to where I was at the moment. It all started a few nights after I moved in. I'm a light sleeper, but no noises do often wake me up. I was afraid of things that go bump in the night. But this was different. It was at 2 a.m. I remember that was a fact very clearly. When I heard laughter, it was not... Oh my god. It was not maniacal, but the laughter was hysterical laughter. It was a child. The high-pitched laughter joined me up from my sleep, and it was the first time I saw it. Him, her, whatever it was, it was in my window. The light was next to my bed could not have gone on faster, but I looked back. There was nothing. Of course, I thought. Why would it have been there? I was scared, after all. I was living alone for the first time and had always struggled with my anxiety, easily diminishing the vent of my own imagination and the fear working against me. I returned to my sleep. However, this was not the first of the last of the figure. As I began to call it, I would hear the laughter three or four times a week, always at night and always sounding as if it was coming from outside my bedroom window. I looked the first few times, but I always saw nothing but darkness. After a while, I came into terms with it and started looking into the old house. It was built over 200 years ago, but I would often hear loud creaks in the wood floors throughout the day or wind whistling through the cracks in the windows. I largely ignored it until it drew closer. That night, I was in my bed, but not asleep, laying in the covers thinking about life as I did often. I heard the laughter. This time, it was not coming from my window. It was coming from the kitchen, down the hall from my room. I freaked out. I jumped out of bed and ran the opposite way to the hallway and the front door, never looking back. I bolted upstairs to my landlord, fully intending to call the police, but it was only 1 a.m. The old man is probably asleep, I thought. My frantic knocks went unanswered, and I decided I feel like sticking around wasn't a smart idea staying there. His door was locked. He would be safe. Time to go. I ran to my car and drove to my friend's house down the street, losing the control the entire time. Exaggerated and sobbing uncontrollably, I slammed on his door. Thank God he was still awake. I need the police. Now. My apartment. Now. I yelled out of breath, trying to control my anxiety and not lose control. The police showed up not long after my call, saying there was, they, they couldn't find anything. Nothing. In fact, there was no signs of a break-in. No visible signs that anyone was in the kitchen. I'm sorry, officers. It was probably just me. It was my first time living alone, and I tend to scare myself quite often. It's not a problem, man. If you ever need anything else, don't hesitate to call. Better be safe than sorry. They responded, and they were on their way. 
I convinced my friend that he had to stay with me that night, and he agreed. I went back to my place. I was afraid. When he followed, he was very skeptical and impressed by my antics. Nothing else happened that night or for the next week. I started to believe I was truly hearing things. And living alone had me so paranoid that every noise seemed like a threat. I took a break from my apartment in Christmas, around Christmas, and to go visit my family, which seemed to calm me down. I told them the stories and they knew well enough to not take them seriously. Calling me a baby and how I mentioned I was scared, I had to run away that one night. Everyone lives alone. Get over it and grow up, or you're going to end up losing your job and moving back in with us, my father told me at dinner. Sympathy was not on the menu. I took my father's advice and moved on with my life. My landlord had left his home in Florida, and even though I was truly alone, it did not bother me. I did not hear the laughter for over two months as I focused on my job, worked later hours, and crashed hard at night. There was no time for nonsense with the figure. When I was busy, as I was, it only stayed that way. It was March, and as the snow began to melt and spring rolled in, I quite remember this clearly. My life was back to normal, my anxiety was in check, and I was feeling good. It was a Friday night, and I decided to leave work early, stay in, and do some work around the apartment. I was going to enjoy some me time, and I stopped for a few bottles of wine. If I'm going to stay in, I might as well have fun, I thought. My landlord would be back any time, and he had given me some money at Christmas to make improvements around my apartment. Over the winter, he was always away. I rented a carpet cleaner to give the old carpets a good deep clean. The loud machine drowned out all the other noises, so I turned it off an hour after an hour in a bottle of wine. I heard it for the first time. The laugh. He or she. It's back. At this time, it was coming from my bedroom. I froze and walked in my bedroom. I had been through this before, but I knew it was not real. I expected it was. Before I could react, it was on me, cutting me, hurting me, killing me, and wrestling me. I ran to the kitchen, grabbed my second bottle of wine. I smashed it over the counter, ready to use it as a weapon. But before I could, it all went black. I woke up periodically over the few hours, seeing police out, evacuating the scene, making phone calls. People were treating me, and I knew I was safe. Am I told later that the neighbor heard the commotion, and police called, they arrived, and paramedics treat me, my parents called my parents and I was going to be okay. Next thing I remember, I was on a stretcher around my arms and legs. My parents told me that authorities about my harmful past. I would hurt myself in high school because of my anxiety. Looking over the scene, literally empty smashed wine bottles looking over the behavior. They knew I had relapsed. There was laughter only I could hear. All cuts over my arms, face and neck and multiple false alarms concerning a mysterious figure in my apartment. I realized I was on the stretcher for my own protection, but the figure for myself. Last thing I remember before waking up the next day was being rolled out of bed into the stairwell served as an entryway for my room, and the landlord on the second floor. I only woke up for a moment, just long enough to hear a faint childish laughter from the top of the stairwell. I don't live alone anymore. So, as we can see, this was different from my other podcasts that I've read. This is what I'd like to start doing more is reading Reddit stories, hearing other people's true stories of what they sell. And this was about inside, like being scared, but really you're the person scaring your own self. It's pretty crazy how there's different types of things in this world that can scare you, even yourself. 
but truly we are our own monsters and ghosts and ghouls. Only thing we can do is just see the light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you for tuning in for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this by Reddit user Unknown and Home Alone. Have a good night and don't let that child's laughter get in your ears and your mind. Thank <laughs> you.